2: Some say fall is their favorite time of year, and this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible, and don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Hey, this is Kenny Mayne, host of something called Hey Main. that's a podcast. Uh, we're working busily on season two, but let's not forget about season one. Remember Jamel Hill? Is the cookout ever going to happen, or is it just metaphorical? It is largely metaphorical. Just know we would feel very comfortable inviting you. Potato salad, by the way, I feel like I should tell your listeners, does not have raisins in it. If you missed that episode of Hey Maine, check it out on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filippone. Bengals
0: and Steelers, the game I'll, I'll be, not at, I won't be in the building, but I'll obviously be glued to. Tell me what should constitute a good Steelers season. What needs to happen from here on out? And don't just give me Kenny Pickett development. Give me like a record that you would say, you know what? Pittsburgh Steelers in 2022, job well done.
2: I I think the records are relevant. I knew you were going to do that. You you need to walk away from this season where when you get to a crucial third down or if you get late into the game, you at least have that thought. Okay, we have the quarterback that can make the play. It's that simple. This team, before the start of the year, how anyone thought they were going to be a playoff team when you start Mitch Trubuski is laughable. And then you go to Kenny Pickett, which was the right move. But are they put him in a position to succeed? The line's not good. Najee Harris has been up and down. Who knows what he's going to do week in and week out. I didn't love Claypool. I'm okay with the deal. But you have some decent talent around him, Johnson and, and Friar But eh, I, they're still two years away, I think. All right, so really. let me change the question then. What kind of record would
0: they need to have for you to say, Mike Tomlin did a good job with this team? Like oh. we're saying about Vrabel. We're saying, look at Vrabel, the job he's done. You, you're killing Tannehill. Yeah. Blind the stinks. They've got no wide receivers. Seven they're wins. In first place. Seven wins. That's it.
2: Eight wins. Yeah, they're not good. They're not a good team. Okay. And that I defense, think... the thing is, the defense at times has not looked good as well this year. Well, they're and...
0: 2-0 with Wadden, mm-hmm. which will make this game on Sunday interesting to see if he can have the same effect that he did on the first matchup against the Bengals. But now you lose Minka. Yeah, the appendectomy thing is odd. He's yeah. practicing in full, but I don't think he's gonna actually going to play. Because that
2: first game, he, he was unbelievable that first game of the season with the yeah. block uh, field goal or the PAT, Extra whatever point. it was. And, and, and yeah he was great in that game he's an unbelievable player yeah I thought with the defense they had on paper they should have
0: been right around 500 so if they don't get there if they don't win eight or nine I'm not going to praise Tomlin if they if they win eight games but if anything short of that I'll say that they they dropped the ball this year
2: this is a winnable game though because the Bengals offense oh yeah it's a winnable game craft, no Jamar Chase I know Jamar Chase the line stinks and no Jamar Chase it's a game that if Kenny Pickett is that guy, you keep it close, you keep it within three points, and maybe you win the game at the end of the day. Raiders Broncos, Derek Carr cried. yeah, And then he went to
0: bat for Josh McDaniels. They're cash poor, apparently, where they yeah, can't afford to fire Josh McDaniels. So your thoughts, Zach, on Josh
2: McDaniels. Are they stuck with a bad coach? He's been bad this year. Uh, there's no and even when things go right and they have a lead, he's blown three seventeen plus point leads this year. Uh, this was a team that was ten and seven and played better than what they were last year with all those circumstances under the interim head coach and Rich Pisaccius and been the special teams coordinator who got screwed for, for the Green Bay Packers, who got
0: absolutely screwed if
2: you look back on it. Sure. We're talking about Jeff Saturday, and the job. Steve Wilkes
0: and these guys. How do you take that team, given what happened with Ruggs and Gruden, yeah. to the playoffs, and they fire you? He got effed big time, that guy. He should have got the job. Continued.
2: But McDaniels is someone that we all know it's perceived to be a negative hire, even though he is someone that was back in New England for basically a decade after the first disaster in Denver. So it was like, okay, what are you going to do? It's a splashy hire in terms of him and Zeigler coming in together. Uh, for Mark Davis, which always uh, checks the box of, you got to have a splashy hire. So you knew they were going to get a big name, but this has been brutal. So next year, I think there's no doubt about it. He's going to be back. I said it weeks ago. I think he's definitely going to be back. They had the settlement with Gruden that you're not going to also be paying McDaniels and then another coach on top of that. But next year you get off to a bad start. uh, You'll be right back in new England. uh, Basically begging Belichick back. Do you think they need to trade Derek Carr for draft picks? I don't think Derek Carr is the guy. I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. Anytime I'm I'm about to say he's a top 10 quarterback, he takes three steps back. And every time he speaks, I think he means well. But just this week, you're crying at the podium after the game. It comes off to me like you don't like McDaniels. Then you're going out to bat for Josh McDaniels. There's just always something off uh, when it comes to Derek Carr and May. I think he's in that range of like 13, 14 quarterback. He's a good quarterback, but not a quarterback you have to have. So I think McDaniel's is a prick. I think all these New England
0: assistants are terrible as head coaches. Vrabel never coached for Belichick, so I don't even count him. Yeah, Dable's done a good off. job though, but he's been a bunch of places. Well, Dable was last with Sate was was last with McDermott, and before yeah. that he was with Saban. Right? I mean, he sure. was a he was a nomad. I don't really count him as a guy that went right from Belichick's bosom to Giants coach. <laughs> so yeah, all these guys try to adopt the Belichick
2: attitude. They suck at it. The guy that had the most success is probably Bill O'Brien.
0: I was gonna say Flores, too, would be
2: the other oh, one. Oh, yeah, true. he Flores got fired. But O'Brien before- made the playoffs a few times.
0: Yeah, he did, but he was awful as a GM. He let the yeah. power go to his head and he it circumvented him as the head coach. Uh, I, I would fire him. They won't. But uh I I I think Derek Carr has been a victim of circumstance. That organization has been trash for a very long time. And I wish, like Matt Stafford. He got traded to a team and a coach that could actually get more out of him. Well, let me ask you know. this.
2: What yes. about Tennessee? Would you rather have Carr over Tannehill? Yes. Would you make that move this offseason? Yes. So maybe that's a team. They won't because they got Malik Willis there. True. But some of the, like, okay, would it be an option? you? are where's he going to go, get traded to the Commanders? Like, they have a good roster, but that's a, a crap organization because of Snyder. Now, I don't think he's going to be there that much longer, but command. Well, I
0: was going be I to say the Bucs, but to me, the Bucs without Arians as the coach to, and without Brady there, I think they go back to being one of the worst organizations in football. So I, I can't even yeah, say the
2: excitement gets sucked out of them.
0: Yeah. I can't even say Tampa would be an upgrade. I don't think new Orleans is anything with Dennis Allen as their coach. It's not Sean Payton there anymore.
2: And they're always hurt. Yeah. So there really is not a good fit for How car about this? anywhere. Seattle. I know Gino Smith's playing really no. well. Can't. Do you think the Geno Smith train continues? I think it kind of does, but I don't think you can give up draft
0: picks for Derek Carr and think it's going to be a substantial upgrade. And I know I just said I think Carr needs a fresh start, but I don't think you can dump Smith for a guy that's had the kind of season Carr has had. Then you probably draft the quarterback because you can move up with the, the two first-round picks if you're Seattle anyway. Uh, I was going to ask you about the Browns and Bills. Should the NFL move this game? But they already did, Zach.
2: So instead, I'll just make it about the Bills and the way they've struggled. Well, how, how about this? You're, you're burying the lead here. You're, you're missing a big one here. All these weak, pathetic people, pony, that yeah. are now complaining and bitching. Oh, we need a dome on the Bills' new stadium. Are they going to get one? There? Are they getting one? Yeah, they're getting it. They, they have like the renderings. I saw it. There's no dome on it. I, I've been to Buffalo numerous times. Food. Wait, so they are or they are not, not great getting Great a dome. weather. No, are they no getting, they're, not, they're not getting they're not. a dome. Okay, good. It's not expected, but everyone's like, Oh, we need a dome in Buffalo. No, you don't. I went to a playoff game there, negative two degrees, other than the actual result of the game. It was awesome. Stop. We're so soft now. It's ridiculous. Well, I
0: don't, I mean, my understanding is even if there was a dome there, I'm not sure they would have been able to play
2: the game there just because the area's in a state yes. of emergency. That's why they moved the game. I was right. reading so, today. It was the, the resource. They don't want to allocate them to get the yeah. Bills game ready when you have people right. buried in the house. Right. So, I mean, the people that have made that argument don't even know what the hell they're talking about as to
0: why this game Shocker. isn't going to get played. <laughs> So instead, I'll just ask you about the state of the Bills, Mm -hmm. Zach. How much have you soured on them because of Josh Allen's play the last
2: couple of weeks and their overall team state right now? If you still ask me who are the two teams you trust the most to get to the Super Bowl in the AFC, I'd say Kansas City and Buffalo. But the quarterback... With the injury, I know we played last week. You wonder how much of a concern that's going to be. And the biggest thing, and this is why they played the, the Browns this week. I thought they should have traded for Kareem Hunt at the deadline. The, and I know they got Naeem Hines. But what that's did you not, say should have traded for him? The, the, the bills. bills. Yeah, okay, I like that. because you, you look at that team. I felt like we talked Josh Jacobs for a little bit. We talked Christian McCaffrey. We, we talked about Saquon Barkley and the Giants got hot. They are asking him to be their leading rusher. And that's a dangerous formula to play. Now, it's an elbow injury here, which is a concern. But who knows? Maybe next it's a leg injury. So I think they have a great roster. I love Brandon Bean. I like Sean McDermott a lot. But the health of the quarterback is is paramount, as you know.
0: Yeah. Well, I've actually – I lost more respect for them losing the Jets game than I did the Vikings game. Like, they're still doing some of these self-inflicted stuff – Where they're losing games, they're choking in games like they did in the playoff game against Kansas City, where all the defensive back has to do is bat the ball down on fourth and 18. You know, Allen's making a stupid throw over the middle. Like these are things that still are rearing their ugly head. But what was disconcerting about the Jets game for me and why I've discounted them and moved them down my list to like fourth in the AFC is when the Jets went 96 yards on that drive, I said, that's it for me. Like, I want to – I think Cleveland is going to line up and run the ball down their throat in this game. I think they might actually win. I I, I just – I don't – right now, I think the the mental state of this team is more fragile than people think. I think Sean McDermott's got him wound way too tight. I think I, I, he, to me, is not a – they almost need like a Tony Dungy type, I think, on the sideline. But I think also- this guy is way – Wait, he, like, he's made Aaron, the playoffs
2: four to five years in Buffalo. I'm not saying
0: he's not a That's good coach. Good. I'm not saying he's not a good coach, but I'm saying, I think they take on his personality in some of these games where he's like hyperventilating and it looks like he's going to like
2: twitch out on the now, sidelines. Now I, I will not say a relaxed coach in big moments, Zach. But that's why the Von Miller move was big. And you saw in the Kansas City game, he put the hit on the quarterback, Mahomes, with the Tyron Johnson. And I know Justin Jefferson made the greatest catch we've ever seen. But right before that, Von Miller g- got Kirk Cousins down. So I think Von Miller in a big spot will ease the tension a little bit. They lost back-to-back games. They were horrible losses. Have 14-3 against the Jets, brutal. You get the ball back after making the goal line stand, the cook drop, all that. You fumble the ball. Th- that to me was on the quarterback. They lost that game because of the two interceptions and the fumble. Commanders and Texans. What's Heineke's ceiling? Taylor ham Heineke better than Carson Wentz. Seriously. Carson Wentz stinks. It, this guy, how the commander swapped twos got the lesser of twos. And then you traded three, uh, two third round picks. One that could turn into a two is an absolute joke because the Commanders saw him play in 2017 and go, Oh, maybe he still has that left in the tank because we all suck at quarterback to begin with, with the commanders. And then you go back to this Heineke guy and they galvanize and they rally around Taylor Heineke. He's not making these unbelievable great plays other than the throw to Terry McLaurin, but he has the respect of the locker room. And I learned this in Philadelphia when I covered Carson Wentz. There was a lot of pieces that were authored about Carson Wentz that I didn't want to believe when I was covering the Eagles and you saw it all play out true. The guy is not a leader. He's not a great quarterback.
0: But how about Heineke though, and where what what's his future, Zach? Is it going? Is it just going to be Ryan journeyman quarterback? Case yeah. Keenum,
2: yeah, journeyman quarterback. Where if he's your guy for six, seven, eight games, you could survive anything more than that. I think the, the what if he gets him to the play.
0: playoffs? Is he their
2: starting quarterback next year? <sighs> I think they got to move up in the draft and eventually take a quarterback. But if he gets him to the playoffs, how do you bench the guy? When you have had an organization that they were doing somersaults and cartwheels in the streets about getting Carson Wentz because of how bad their quarterback play has been in recent years. I think he will turn back into a pumpkin here because
0: I, I think he is a poor man's Fitzpatrick where you, you watch him play two or three games. You get excited because he does have a knack when it's late to not be overwhelmed by the moment and his numbers aren't great, but like the Packers game and this past game and even the Colts game, there's two or three throws that make you say, oh, shit, this guy's actually pretty good. Um, but then you look at his stat line, and you're like, wait a minute. He threw for 150 yards, had one touchdown and two interceptions. He's pretty much done that in every game. But I do think he's the perfect guy for them to keep there when they draft the quarterback. Like, they have to draft yeah. the quarterback in this draft. And because of what you said, the fans like watching him play, and the, you know all their fans have, have jumped ship. He's like one of the few things that's like a positive – person or face for that organization that I almost think he's guaranteed himself a spot on that roster next year, almost no matter what
2: car I mean, would sure, actually I'm... be really good for them. I know we, we, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but depending on what the price is, you got some weapons there. McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel. Uh, I like Antonio Gibson going back to his days at Memphis, Brian Robinson. You got, yeah, your right. defense. I actually Carr like that spot. call.
1: And, I like that call.
2: The only thing though, for car, you, you better hope Snyder's out because then
0: it's not, Wait, toxic organization. Zach, here's one more for Carr that I just thought of. Okay, How about
2: in New York with Dable? It's a good one. Upgrade over Jones for sure. It is. um, And when I talked to Joe Shane and I had him on my show during the bye week, it was our evaluation is still ongoing with Daniel Jones. He has made a lot of you got to have it plays. He praised him, but it was when he was asked, does he definitely get in that contract? next year the evaluations still ongoing uh, last one panthers and ravens
0: uh, and here's why when you've brought up the chiefs you know being a lock to host the afc championship game again i don't know if i see more than one more loss on baltimore schedule
2: yeah they have
0: schedules. strength of schedule from here on out the lowest combined win percentage of the remaining teams of anybody in the league.
2: I mean, I know that they've been injured this year. Can they close games though, pony? That's the thing. They could have easily had this number one seed. If you didn't blow those three games that they did. Zach, they have not played a bad game all year. I get that. But when you blow a 35 to 14 lead against the dolphins a 23 to lead against the bills and a 10 point lead to the giants, you didn't do your job. You got to finish. Okay. I agree with that, but, Look at the combined record of those three teams. They're good teams. Right. So So what I so mean, against the bad teams, they'll finish, but then come playoff time, we'll all be sitting on the edge of our seat seeing if they'll be able to finish. Well, teams. yeah, but I'm saying if they're 14 and 3 or something like
1: that,
0: they're gonna they're gonna be the one seed. Not and wrong. That's not out of
2: the question that they'll run the table with their schedule. The, the mean, only thing that concerns me is they don't have a number one wide receiver and and the injuries too. Because those injuries, we saw last year, they were rolling last year, and then Lamar got hurt. People forget, they were going to be in the playoffs last year, well, they're going to be at the tippy-top, and then well, let Lamar me got ask, hurt. Let me, ask, let me ask you a question.
0: Who's the Chiefs' number one receiver?
2: <sighs> well, it's really Travis Kelsey, so you could use the, the case for the for the Ravens as Mark Andrews, but he's right hanged up. But yeah,
0: I'm saying they actually do have an... Look, I'm, I say that all the time. They, they can't find receivers. They've done a shitty. But there's job more on
2: diversity on the Chiefs on the Chiefs' weapons with guys like uh, Juju, Tony Marquez and, Valdez, Scantling. Well, yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't disagree with that. The Chiefs have Hard better. To-
0: receivers. And they have a better coordinator and Reed who gets the most out of the players that they have. They don't have yeah. that with 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 Greg Roman in Baltimore. But what but what I'm saying is that they really could easily be undefeated right now. And the rest of their schedule sucks, dude. I mean, they are way under the radar. Nobody talks about the Ravens at all. They are my Super Bowl they, pick.
2: Before the start of the year, they were my Super Bowl pick. Well, why Bowl are pick. you backing off them now, Zach? Well, why? I'm just, I'm just saying that they're not going to be the number one overall seed. I, I You know, I, I still think they're a top three team in the AFC. And before the start of the year, if they do win that division, which I think is likely, you could have him win the MVP this year in Lamar. I think the MVP... Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, um, and Mahomes, excuse me, Mahomes and Lamar Jackson probably going to be the two most talked about. How about Hurts? Yeah, uh, Hurts is definitely going to be up there. um, And we'll see how many, if they lose two more games, maybe he gets out of the conversation.
0: I'm just going to run through slowly because sometimes people lose track when you do this, when you go through a schedule. So it's Carolina on Sunday, 13-point favorite win. At Jacksonville. Win. That's eight and three. At the Steelers. When? At the Browns.
2: Is Watson back then? Uh, yes. Right, I'll go lost then. Okay, that's four losses.
0: Falcons at home. When? Steelers at home. They'll split the Steelers. Pickett will get one. All right, and then at the Bengals. All right, so maybe you have them losing
2: more games than I thought you would. You think they lose to Cincinnati? it it's it depends is that division is the game on the line for that week it's a possibility you know they, what you're saying is they they may not lose another game this right year right now they only have one team left with a winning record and that's cincinnati in week 18 they, they may not lose another game this year in the regular season you could also make the case that they lose three or four i got to see them finish games more consistently and with what happened early in the year i just get a little concerned about that Zach,
0: tell everybody where they can listen
2: to your show and tell everybody
0: where they can get you on social media, knowing full well that one of those social media sites might be dead by the time people listen to this.
2: Yeah. Um, If Elon Musk doesn't shut down Twitter, you get me at Zach Gelb on Twitter and Instagram. And you can listen to the Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 p.m. Eastern. And then if you're bored during the games and you're like, oh, I don't want to hear these TV announcers. You can hear me on Ion Football and CBS Sports Radio as I basically do red zone on the radio from yeah. 12 to 8 p.m. I've heard Eastern. that. It's
0: a good show. This is appreciate it. You're, you are pinch hitting here, you'll like this. This was like a Matt Franco or Lenny Harris <laughs>
1: appearance by you.
2: Yeah, I, I like would that? think I, I provide a little bit more pop off the bench, I would say.
1: You know, Those guys I, I think were I,
0: great I, pinch hitters for the
2: Mets. Matt Franco
0: I, I, was a hell of a pinch hitter. I Zach. think
2: I have a, 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 you know, can I be like a, a Ben Zobris and, and walk away with like an MVP award or something like that? <laughs> Uh, You can check out the podcast First in Pod on Odyssey, Spotify,
0: iTunes. Tell your friends. We'll be back Sunday after all the games. See you later.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.